Welcome to the Create and Speak podcast. I'm your host, Kulma Hay. Leadership communication is absolutely critical if you want to be a success as a leader. Now, having been an introvert throughout my entire life, I have learned some tips and techniques, some philosophies that have helped me to, over the last two years, deliver over 200 talks. That is on stage, in front of the video screen, on TV, radios and podcasts. I'm sharing with you all the things I've learned over many, many years, helping you to become a much more powerful speaker. So, welcome to the podcast once more, and I hope you enjoy the journey, and let's add power to your voice. Now that we understand what tonality is and why it's so very, very important, I want to focus on three key types of tonality that you might use as a public speaker. Now, each one of these tonalities or personalities, if you want to call it, or characteristics, each one of these will have will serve a purpose in your talk. Now, imagine that you're delivering a talk. Um, imagine that talk is, I don't know, you've been asked to present around the boardroom table or you've been asked to speak at a, a small group uh, in front of uh, your peers. Or maybe you've been asked to speak at a, a networking event, whatever it might be. These three functionalities or these three personalities and tonalities will serve you well. So the first one is what I call the voice of wisdom. Now, I've got a picture of this very handsome young man there. You know, when he speaks, there's a reason why we love his voice, isn't there? There's a reason why... He does more voiceovers than many, many other Hollywood actors. It's because there's a resonance to his voice. There's a resonance to his voice that, that actually makes us feel calm. It makes us feel protected. It makes us feel like we're learning something, some deeper wisdom. Uh, and I'm sure that you would agree with me with that. And he's not the only one. I mean, this this chap here, the Dalai Lama, he is also, when he speaks, I had a great opportunity of literally bumping into the Dalai Lama. Can you believe that? I've actually bumped into the Dalai Lama twice in my life, literally. So the first time was when I went to India and I used to love backpacking around India. And I went up to a, a place in India, a state called the Himachal Pradesh. Now, in the top right-hand corner of Himachal Pradesh is a town called Dharamshala. In Dharamshala, this is where all the Tibetans have come and they're in hiding. So when you go to Dharamshala, it's almost like you're going out of India and you suddenly you're in Tibet because everybody's walking around with orange robes. Uh, there are beautiful Buddhist uh, monasteries and temples all over the place. And I remember going into one temple and I came out, and as I came out, I suddenly saw this throng of people, and I was buying a, a book from this lady, and I said, why is it so busy? And she says, well, he's here. I said, who's he? She says, he. And I had no idea who she was talking about. She says, his holiness is just about to deliver a talk. So I'm running back into that temple, and I managed to squeeze into this six-inch gap between two people, and literally the Dalai Lama came up, and he was 10 feet away from me. How incredible is that? A couple of years later, I was back in Delhi and I was dri being driven down this road in, in Delhi. And bearing in mind, Delhi has got something like 15, 16 million people living in it. As we're traveling down this road, this whole cavalcade of cars uh, overtook us. And it turned and they parked up like uh, a mile in front to go into this college. And it was a Dalai Lama again. How weird is that? But you see, the wise person 
when the wise person speaks, we listen because they speak with a certain tone. Let me explain that in a short while. They speak in what I describe as a medium pace, a very rhythmic, very clear tone in a way that you want to hear what they've got to say. And then they'll be led and you'll be led by what they say. It's what we call the medium wave voice. So if I describe this in the context of waves, sound waves, um, you've got the, the high pitch and you've got the low pitch. So in a, in a, a wise person's uh, uh, sort of tonality, you would be raising your voice and then you would be dropping your voice. You might come back up here and then you drop back down there. So you might consider doing something, and there again, you might not consider doing something. Now, this is um, almost hypnotic in nature. This, If you carry, carry on talking in this kind of manner for any length of time, it almost becomes very hypnotic in nature. And you'll find that a lot of people who resonate with you will be speaking in this way. So let me just explain that in a bit more detail. The idea of the wisdom voice is to not be monotone. It's to be rhythmic. It's to speak in a collection of words. So it's not that we're saying if we were to count, let me just go back to the uh, wave here. If we were to count up and down, so it wouldn't be like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. It's not like that. That's quite monotonic. That is quite, it would, it, this would be become that white noise that I've described earlier. So what we do, we do it in bundles and we create some pauses. So for example, it would be something like this. One, two, three, four, five. And six, seven, eight, nine, 10. 11, 12, 13. 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29. So you can see how I'm doing that. I am raising my voice and I'm lowering my voice. I am following those sound waves, but I'm doing it in a way where I'm bundling uh, either words or letters or numbers together so it doesn't become monotonic. I hope that uh, makes sense uh, with you. So you could be talking in, um, uh, you could be, in fact, let me just go back to that and let's test that out with something else. So let me, let's assume that I'm talking about leadership. Let's, let's assume that I'm talking about emotional intelligence. And I'm just going to describe to you the four pillars of emotional intelligence. So I'll say something like, so we have four quadrants of emotional intelligence. And if we get them right, each one of those uh, quadrants could take us much, much deeper to the kind of leader that we need to be. So, for example, the first uh, quadrant of emotional intelligence is self-awareness. Get self-awareness right. And then you can understand and see yourself for who you truly are. Second quadrant is even more important. 
the second quadrant of emotional intelligence. And you can just see how I'm going up and down, but it's not monotone. And it is almost in this collection of syllables, letters, numbers, call it what you will. So it's quite rhythmic. It's speaking in this collection of words followed by brief pauses, not long pauses, but brief pauses. Pauses long enough for, to allow the other person to consider what you've just said. Now, I know one of the most uncomfortable things that we can do is create pause. Now, as a coach, pause for me is valuable. When I, when I am coaching somebody and I ask them a question and I can see that they are working inside their heads, trying to formulate a response to that question, I leave that, I leave that hang in there. I leave that pause because I know that, that person is more inclined to answer if I leave the pause than if I kept interrupting their thought process. And it's exactly the same with audiences. Sometimes what you want to do with an audience is you want to pose a question or you want to drop some really heavy piece of knowledge or wisdom on the table. And you just want to let it there simmer a similar way there so that they sort of appreciate it more and they can take it in at a deeper level. So most of your talk will be in this voice of wisdom. Most of your talk, if you think about it, when you're imparting information, most of your talk will be quite rhythmic. It'll be going up and down. You'll be having inflections and deflections. You'll be going up to the, the peak and then coming right back down into the valleys. Higher voice, lower voice. It, and it's just having that rhythm and speaking in that, um, in that collection of syllables. Now, I also do hypnotherapy and, uh, you know, this is very much used in hypnotherapy. So I don't know if any of you know much about hypnotherapy, but one of the things that we have to do is uh, what we call the induction. This is where we try to get people to get calmer and calmer and calmer and calmer within themselves and slow their, their thought process down. So it's almost like a guided meditation. So I might say things like, so you're walking to a flight of stairs. And I'm now going to ask you to walk down those stairs. So here we go. We're going to go to step number 10. And we come from step number 10 down to step number five. And you're feeling sleepier, more relaxed. I'm going to step number eight. And we go down to step number seven. And you're feeling deeper and deeper in relaxation. So you can see it's exactly the same kind of pitch and rhythm to that voice. So if you think about your everyday language that you have, everyday conversations that you might be having with people, notice when you are speaking in that rhythmic kind of way. And even in a one-to-one -one conversation, sometimes it can have an, an incredible impact on the listener to the conversation. Thank you for listening to the Create and Speak podcast. I hope that you've got some value from the content that you've heard today. You can always visit us at www.createandspeak.co.uk where we have a number of free resources that I hope that you will find useful. Good luck on your speaking journey. And remember, leadership communication is where it's at. All the best.